I don't know who needs to hear this, but... Track down all those W-2s, because it's about tax season. Ugh. I know, isn't it exciting? It's horrible. I think for the second year in a row, we're going to get a return, which will be exciting. Because for like three years there, we had to pay. It's ridiculous, too, because I always go with... I always try to do the taxes and when I get my job to make it so that it seems like I need I need to pay more in taxes during the season. Mm-hmm. But it never never really pans out. Yeah, well anyway. you got taxed weird when you were working full commission and then I think That is true, yeah. The more W twos you have, like I don't know, it just always feels like the more taxes you end up having to pay. Yeah, every time you insert another one it's like, Oh, well, since you had another job Yep. <laughs> it's like you get penalized for all all the ways. Yeah. Government sucks. Yeah, I really just I hate the taxes. But I am excited well, to get a return this year. So uh yeah. There are ways of making taxes way better. You know, raise the taxes but make it so it's so much easier to pay and not have to do it in all the different times. Anytime you spend money, you're, you're spending money on taxes and it should be um, like income tax and all of your taxes come out of your income tax, not on necessarily the sales. And there are countries that do stuff like that and they are much more profitable. They don't, uh, they don't waste as much money and they are, uh, they're in the black as opposed to the red. Like we are, the last time I checked, we were like, uh, what was it, fourteen billion, uh, fourteen trillion dollars in debt? Is a lot. It's yeah. it's only going up. It's well, it's depressing it's, to look at the. Uh, the I clock. saw a meme one time that was like, government says like, hey, you owe us money, and you're like, all right, how much? And they're like, oh, you have to figure that out. Yeah. They're like, well, like, do you know how much it is? And like, yes, yes. And they're like, what if so I guess much? wrong? Yeah. They're like, then well, you go if to you jail. Strong, then yeah, then I will send you to jail. Yeah. And it's like. Why are you making me guess if you know how much I owe? And like you in the past got a like pop up bill for taxes that you owed. And it was so frustrating because like to get them to drop that down, we had to provide like the all of your previous addresses and the the type of structure and like all this ridiculous history, your voting history and stuff. It was so stupid. Yeah, we had to show voting history of my only in order to like where i was uh legally able to vote anyway hello i'm heidi (laughs) and directly to my left is john you're at the set and we're the badgers (laughs) (laughs) i mean i just feel once okay that is ghetto boffing Most of you guys documents on a piece of paper. Well, that was embarrassing. Did you uh, <laughs> did you have to look up your line? I did. <laughs> it's been a minute since we recorded. Awkward. Uh, hey Heidi, um, how's it going? It's it's good. Um, I almost got in a car accident the other day. That was exciting. Oh. Yeah, I watched a semi just totally crush, like, two vehicles. Yeah. If you're in an argument with a semi, you're gonna lose. Well, I felt bad because the people he crushed weren't even the ones in the argument with him. So I was, like, watching. There was a car and a semi and then a truck and then me. So, like, four, right? I was, like, two cars behind the semi, this guy. But I was watching and, like, he, the first guy slammed on his brakes and there was nobody in front of him. So I don't know, like, what if he was trying to cut the semi off or what was going on. 
But the semi, like the guy slams on his brakes and then the semi slams on his brakes. And I don't know if he like lost control or if he was just trying to swerve so as not to like ram full speed into the guy in front of him. Um, but he like swerved off to the side and crushed this car against the barrier and like hit the car, bo- like the truck that was in front of me got hit as well. And we're all like slamming on our brakes and it was, and especially because the road is under construction. So there's no shoulder. So like there's nowhere yeah, to swerve off. There's nowhere to, to, to pull off all the way from Andersonville to North uh, to Asheville. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Like there are only like two spots that are wide enough that you could actually pull off if you needed to. Yeah. That's why traffic is always so bad oh is gosh. because it's, you can't. It's true. And I yeah. always like inevitably there's like some car or accident or something and it's like right in the most awkward spot. There's literally nowhere for them to go. So then it shuts off like both lanes of traffic. And then when they finally get one open, it's just, it's a nightmare. I cannot yeah. wait for them to be done, but they're never going to be done. Traffic sucks. Because they're expanding the the lanes, right? They're supposed to be adding an extra lane. And then randomly in the middle of this project that they're like barely even started with, they were like, you know what? We should also add another freeway exit. That would be a great idea. Because what, people can't wait the three miles between exits? Where are you talking about? They're adding one in between Airport Road and Long Shoals. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah, which those exits are only three miles apart. Like, we don't need an exit every mile. I don't understand what they're doing. It's, well, then again, uh, city expansion is not an easy task. So yeah. Asheville was totally overrun by us halfbackers. Right? <laughs> we um, are not halfbackers. We are not halfbackers, <laughs> but, you know, we we get lumped in with them. But, yeah, it, they were not expecting to get so inundated with all the the new residents and it's hard to keep uh keep infrastructure up for that so what do you do you uh you just get ready for the upcoming um you know the upcoming and i appreciate them like making these anticipations and stuff like that but it's just it's one of those things that it's ridiculous to me that like we have to have a freeway exit every mile i just don't see how that's gonna help i feel like the biggest spots where traffic gets slowed up are on ramps and off ramps because people don't know how to merge. People do not know and how to merge. And like either they'll try to merge onto the freeway going like 35 miles an hour or they'll try to merge off the freeway and they'll slow down like way before they get to their actual exit. Yeah. And I just feel like adding more exits only in- increases the problem. Like I don't well, know, it's just you shouldn't you shouldn't change where you're putting the exits based off of people's inadequate driving. Yeah, but like three miles, people like really, we don't, I just, an exit every mile is just really excessive to me. Okay, for every exit, you could put an extra gas station. Extra gas stations mean extra gas money. Taxes equal exits. Ridiculous. (laughs) It's all a conspiracy. What's new with you? Uh, I got a new phone. Oh, that's exciting. I mean, it would be if I wanted to. What did you upgrade from and to? What was it? iPhone five five se yeah the really everybody kept on making fun of me for my phone size which i was like i can fit it in my pocket what can you do you have to like for real that's one of the big reasons i don't want a new phone yeah and you have to have cargo pants just to be able to carry your phone anywhere or carry it in your purse or something stupid yeah but yeah i got the uh the 13 and i mean there are some quirks to it it's fine i'm not not excited about it, but I i mean, there are some things that I do have the ability to do, like um, some more content creation. I'll be able to be more 
uh, more particular about stuff and video uh the pixels are better on this so you, you can take get, cool pictures i can take cooler pictures than i have been like less grainy mm-hmm. and so that's a good thing but i just i had to upgrade because of you know in integrated obsolescence in every phone is frustrating as hell yeah. i don't i like the the mac that i had the macbook air that I can't do anything on because it wouldn't upgrade to the next uh, next Mac. Yeah, that's uh, kind of how my iPad is now. Is it's like, it is. It, I mean, I still have it because it is great for storing pictures or like really basic stuff. But yeah, you can't basically put any apps on it. So I wanted to put the um, the teleprompter mm-hmm. kind of a, an app on your on your iPad so that people would be able to like the voice actors for universe 25 will be able to read from your, from your iPad. It cannot happen. I cannot oh, yeah. download it because you're, it just, yeah, it's, it's obsolete. Old. Yep. And that's so frustrating that my manufactured obsolescence is, is frustrating in technology. They make it so that, I mean, on one hand I get it, um, not even talking about the the money aspect, but well, I can just understand the technology. It to a point. Yeah, because like you're increasing what you're able to do and your capacity and stuff. But I feel like with my iPad, the highest operating system I have is like a six, and I think now they're on like the fifteen, and it's just frustrating that it's like I can't go in and like get a patch or you know like they can't just upgrade my system to be like all right like we're gonna manually put it on like the 15 yeah and you're not gonna be able to use all of like every feature that the 15 has but you can still like download the apps and stuff that are yeah yeah it's just it's it is irritating it it's irritating but yeah got got it out of kind of necessity um far more like I'm not excited to have a new phone. And that's that's frustrating because it's so expensive. <laughs> they are so but, expensive. And I hate that. I hate that literally everything these days is like on credit. Everything is like, you can do a monthly payment. I'm like, yeah. why? But, you know, all things considered, it doesn't suck that bad. Because, you know, for the iPhone 5, I was still given $350 for yeah, it. No, which is way more than it deserves. <laughs> um but I mean, it it works, but it is becoming obsolete, and that's that's yeah. the frustrating part of it. But yeah, uh, that's uh, that's kind of what's up with me. I mean, we start recording Universe Twenty Five this weekend, Yay! so excited about that. So many people in and out of our house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, in this room actually. So that'll We're be. We're here to spread COVID to all the kids. Oh my god! Don't don't do that! <laughs> don't do that! Hmm. uh yeah so that's uh that's you know the big stuff in my my life nice that's exciting i'm still working i still have a job yay i'm still married yay for still having a job still being married that's good news (laughs) good good. i consider it a win every day that i'm still married oh gosh wow that hard to live with huh i said a win what is that much effort that much effort is going into staying married to me <laughs> I said a, a win. Anyway, uh, yeah. Do you have anything uh, on your mind? Anything that we're? Oh, I'm going home soon. Oh, home to like Utah. Spread my parents. COVID over there. Yeah, in Utah. Well, ideally, what will happen Actually, is I will get COVID while in there and then come home and then, you and don't then have, have to, to like back. yeah, have to have like five days off work. No, no, no. I, I prefer the one where you get 
Stuck oh, get stuck in there? Stuck over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, never mind. You've brought the ticket all the way back, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I'm excited. I'm excited to see my family. I have a niece that I get to meet for the first time. Oh, she's yeah. She's like almost, I think she's like seven or eight months old now. Yeah. So she's like normal baby size. Normal yeah, baby size. Yeah, I think size. she's like 10 pounds. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, oh, was she born small? Three pounds. She was only three oh, pounds when God, she was born. That's so small. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, they put her in a shoebox to weigh her. It was very cute. And then they kept comparing her. They kept taking pictures of like her next to a Subway sandwich and her next to like a cucumber. Wait. Yeah, so I'm really excited to meet her. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see my mom. I'm taking a bunch of my sewing projects and I can just kick it with her. Yeah, so that and I'm excited to like my brother might take me for a flight. Um, he's training to be a pilot right now and he's taken every other family member of mine up in the air. So I'm excited that hopefully maybe he'll take me. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool. I mean, I'm just really excited that he's like training to be a pilot. I think that's so cool. So that'll be a lot of fun. And we're having like a night out together. He's picking me up from the airport. We're going to go out to my favorite bar and get funnel cake fries. Very excited. And then we're having a whole family dinner on Sunday. Everyone will be there. What are you drinking while you're over getting funnel fries? Um, I don't know yet. I haven't decided. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. Everyone will be there. We'll probably play some games, do some hanging out. Hopefully we'll pull out some old catchphrase because that is like always my go-to family game. When we're with my family, we play catchphrase. When we're with your family, we always play Ultimate One Night Werewolf. I do really like that game. We need to get that. <laughs> Ultimate One Night? Yeah. Yes. So while we're on the topic of games, let's talk about games. Okay. So Ultimate Night One Wolf, Ultimate One Night Werewolf. Werewolf, blah, 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 that thing. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, it's so, so much fun. And you and uh, me and your brother-in-law, Jesse, always end up like in a screaming match with each other, trying to like outsmart the other one. And, and like... I keep on calmly <laughs> trying to interject and I'm like, look, this doesn't make sense because so-and-so has been <laughs> doing We get X. so fired up. And then it always comes down to me being either right or me having been right if things hadn't been moved. Yeah. Like I figured out how the game works and yet nobody listens to me. Frustrating yeah, it's as Yeah, Jesse and I just get so impassioned about whatever we believe and we're yes. always against each other. It doesn't matter. We can be on the same team and we're still convinced the other one is probably a werewolf. And then I get killed off ultimately. Yep. If you guys because... haven't played this game, go check it out. Ultimate One Night Werewolf. It's like playing Mafia. If you ever played Mafia as a kid. I um, loved Mafia as a kid, and then when I found out about this game, I was like, absolutely, we are yeah. playing this. But I didn't fun. know about this game until, you know, relatively recently. It was like yeah. five years ago or kinda something. Kind of like Fun Employed. You found out Fun Employed. Oh, what a great game. <laughs> I had to get it while it was still a Kickstarter thing. Because yeah. it was, it, it was I so loved fun. the uh, the concept and the execution of it. Amazing. Yeah. Love that it game. It worked really well for your, like, improv skills. So you said that you... Oh my gosh, you should make that a Mercury Theater podcast episode. What's that? You should just make people have to like ridiculous job interview and make like just give them the fun employed cards and then they have to like go in and like, I don't know. I'm sure you could build something out of that. I feel like it would be a lot it's of fun. It's really easy to come up with the idea I know, of I know. You hate idea. when people give you ideas without a script. Yes. At least give me like 10 minutes worth of, of content so that I can make it completely different. Like the upcoming episode of Mercury Theater Podcast. By the way, a new episode just dropped. So definitely listen to that. Have you listened to it yet? No. Not yet. Oh my God. I know. I I'm know sorry, you haven't I'm listened so to it. I'm so bad at podcasts. <laughs> if you're not the bird show and you're not an audio book. Are you two episodes behind? 
I haven't I think listened you're to two podcasts episodes since behind. June. Bullshit! You've listened to this podcast. <laughs> Only the episodes I'm not in. <laughs> I need to know what's happening. You need to know Speaking why. Of which, I will be we... coming out with an AMA response because uh, I got feelings about your answers. Well, that's because you have the ability to look at it in hindsight and say, "Oh, you know what? I would have answered okay, after well, having five minutes." No, I, could, I easily would have I'm like, like given these same answers like, if I'd been listening to it. Like, running right down the gamut, I'm just like, "Okay, answer question." A hundred percent. I would. I answer. These are question. the same things I would say answer. if you'd ask me right away. Anyways, uh, whatever. Um, other games I really enjoyed. So my family started doing murder mysteries. Uh, murder mystery dinners. I found one at DI, which is like the Utah equivalent of Goodwill. And it was like brand new, basically hadn't been opened. I got it for $2 because normally they're like 50 bucks. They're ridiculously expensive. And they're only good for like three Well, they're only really good for one right? game because then you know who the killer is. Oh, it's one. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. So, yeah, so we keep buying them at like DI and we get them for like two or three dollars. And then my family plays one every year. In fact, I have three in my closet right now that we haven't played yet. Um, oh. But yeah, every every summer, my family, when we would go on our family vacation, we'd do a murder mystery night, and it was a lot of fun. It was a yeah. lot of fun. That's fun. Yeah, I played was... I played once with you guys yeah. when we were in, not Colorado, it was in, it was in Utah. It was in the Bear Utah, Lake, Idaho. When we went to Bear Lake. Yeah. Yeah. And I was not totally sober that day. <laughs> <laughs> that does not surprise me. <laughs> no, I was a... We had hit up Seattle beforehand, and you know it's legal in oh, yeah. in uh, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you and my sister. That was hilarious. I'm like laughing at all this shit that does not that funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that yeah. was. But I I love the murder mystery dinners. I think those are a lot of fun. Um, what other games did you play as a kid? Oh, so I we weren't really big into the into board games or anything now trent and i my brother would play monopoly and we would just keep on writing each other ious i hate monopoly <laughs> we'd write ious and two turns later than the other person's writing us ious <laughs> like we own everything on the board but I it's like, like if you haven't written iou you've lost the game <laughs> yes except the problem was we had done such a good job that two turns later they were writing us ious <laughs> because they had hemorrhaged all of their money and like I'd hemorrhage my money paying for his hotels or whatever. And then he would hemorrhage his paying for my hotels. And it just became this, this thing. And it's like, it's only one more move before I'm doing really well. So we would just play to the, the next turn. And so, yeah, it's, it's against the rules to do like once you, once you're out of money, you're out of money. Mm -hmm. But according to our, our rules, rules, it's just like, <laughs> Just keep on going. Yeah, I hate Monopoly. You know what game I like better than Monopoly? Roller Coaster Tycoon. So we got that from not DI. Yeah, I got it from DI. We'd... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it from DI. And it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's Roller Coaster Tycoon, the board game. And it's very similar to Monopoly with a little bit less like there's no hotels and, and stuff like that. But Well, this is a great a segue going into the computer game aspect of things. So... Actually, I think both of us played Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh as kids. yes! So Roller Coaster, Roller Coaster Tycoon, Tycoon, Mall Tycoon, Zoo Tycoon. Yep. 
We played Roller Coaster Tycoon in college. Do you remember that? I like pirated it onto my laptop. <laughs> oh, good times. I was not. Well, now you don't have to pirate pretty much anything. Everything's free, but you get ads with everything. Yeah. So you can get it on your phone. Like you can. I played Roller Coaster Tycoon on my phone for a while. And it was it certainly isn't the same as playing it in the on the cons on the computer. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so not big into the the board games until actually we kind of got in a relationship. The, the, then, I, we live for board games in my family. And <laughs> like then every uh, Sunday night. I didn't have a game console until I had moved out of the house and got my own place. So I got my <laughs> PlayStation. And then now I'm on PlayStation, th I think it's a three. The one we have is a three, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously not up to date with my game consoles. We should update and get like the PS, the most recent. Is it a five? I have no idea. I don't play. The only, it's the only game I played on PlayStation that I haven't played with like you, like the Call of Duty and stuff that I play occasionally with you. Um, we had a PlayStation you play growing Call up. of Duty occasionally with me. What we don't think? now, but we used to. That is true. We did yeah, for a minute. We used to with, when you had roommates. Um, but we had a PlayStation growing up for the sheer purpose of playing Final Fantasy and playing Dance Dance Revolution. What? You look at me so confused. Yeah, we played Dance Dance Revolution. We had like the pads that would plug into the PlayStation console. You remember your friend who had the... Uh, I'm pretty sure my family still has them. The, that motion sensor thing, and we played soccer. Or like the, <gasps> yes! Yeah, it's like the Xbox Connect or whatever. Shame. Yeah, yeah Shame so and Amber. They had, uh, they had that, and that was the first time that I ever had dealt with anything like that in a home situation. Mm -hmm. But... No, I'm talking like this DDR is like they have like the pads that are like on the floor. So you're still stepping on those arrows. Yeah. It's not like Just Dance on the Wii, which I also now have and I love. Yeah. Do you love it? I do love it. Do you visit it often? No. No. Okay. No, but that's mostly it? because. It's mostly like. Uh, it does not hook into our TV downstairs. Well, it does, but I have to have like an adapter and I don't have color uh, on the screen, which is very distracting. What? Yeah, because. It has the like AV cord plug-in where it's got like the three colored cords that plug into it, right? But our TV doesn't have that. Our TV only has an HDMI adapter. So I had to buy like a converter and it just, it's, yeah. So it's, it's like really frustrating. to use it is what you're saying? Yeah. It's like either really frustrating to like try to plug into our TV or I have to bring down the TV from my sewing room and it's just, yeah, it's kind of like frustrating. Also, it's not a fun game to play by yourself. Like, if you were to play with me more often, I'd be down for that. Or, like, if my sister came up to visit, I'd probably pull it out and play right. it. But but your sister would rather do woodworking with me. Right. So. Um, or play <laughs> Mario Kart. I'm pretty sure I could get her to play some Mario Kart on the N64. So because, as a, yes, I still do have an N64. As a kid, just running down the list real quick. So SimCity stuff. So Never played SimCity. SimCity was fantastic. Loved to be able to build the infrastructure and everything. And then you had, going way back, you have Streets of SimCity and SimCopter, which were amazing. Absolutely loved those games because you're able to shoot other cars in Streets of SimCity. And then with the uh, SimCopter, the graphics were horrible. And I'm pretty sure we had it on floppy disk or like right when CDs were coming in vogue or something. Mm. I think that's what we had. But uh, that was fantastic loved that and then you had roller coaster tycoon 
and then there was Big Biz Tycoon, which we had for a minute, but it was really easy to find the cheat codes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you have millions and millions of dollars. And we kept on trying to convince our mother that we had, uh, it was educational, <laughs> not letting her know that we're using all the cheat codes so that we can keep on playing the game. Did you ever play like the Clue Finders games? There was, I think we played Clue. Um, no, as, these are very as, different. No, I, oh, yes. Like the Clue Finders video games? No, okay. So I played Clue that was in a cereal box. Okay, we were talking about very different games, but all right. But you said Clue, so I'm <laughs> going to Clue. But yeah, there was a Clue, and you could play the board game, but on the computer. Speaking of board games on the computer, okay. Here's a board game that I loved, was Life. Mm. Life was fantastic. And yeah, then, like the old school Life. Right. The like, don't go by Life now, yeah. Um, but then they had the CD-ROM. That came in a cereal box. Yeah. Live for the CD-ROMs in a cereal box. Apparently. It was cheaper to buy a, cere a box of cereal and get your CD-ROM in that. Yeah. Nice. Man, what a world. Yeah. It's one of the things I really like is that, like I said, my family still likes to pull out board games and play when we all get together. And I like that your family does, too. It's harder now, though, because they're all the kids. There are all the so kids. So it's like, and... we'll pull out a game and start playing, but then somebody has to go put a kid down, and somebody has to go change a diaper, and yeah. Yeah. But you said Clue, fly clue Finders. Yeah. What are Yeah, these? Clue Finders is like, for like, different age groups, so they'll be like the third grade Clue Finders, the fourth grade, fifth grade, and... They like go yeah. on adventures. So like, but they, you know, you have to use like math or grammar or whatever. So like they let us play it in school because you're like learning. Carmen San Diego was one that kind was of kind like of that, like that. Yeah. But I think I know exactly what you're talking about. There was one game that we played that it was like ancient Egypt or something. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those are a lot of fun. Yeah. But. Ah, uh, man, I really like board games. We should have a board game night. We should find some friends and invite them over for board games. Yeah. I really like cover. Munchkin. I like playing. This is my problem. So my favorite board games are co-op games where it's like you guys playing like against the board. Settlers of Catan or something like that. No. Um, like Forbidden Island or Pandemic is that or The like, Captain is Dead. Or Train. The no. The Ticket to Ride. No, 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 no. Because in these co-op games, it's like all the players are playing against the game. Right. So you're all like working together. So if somebody loses, you all lose and the game wins. Um, so I really like those. But a lot of times they're kind of complicated. And if you haven't played them before, it feels like you don't know what you're doing. And you're just like sitting there as everybody else is like playing for you and like telling you how to play and use your turn. But when everybody gets it and they're like into it, it's really fun and exciting. Um, also, I really like complicated games like Munchkin, which is kind of somewhat like Settlers, more similar to Settlers of Catan. But that's another game that, like, is really fun when everybody gets it, but requires so much explaining and, like, dragging people through the game <laughs> that it's just, like, nobody ever wants to play just because it can be very complicated. You know what's really frustrating to play with you? What? Card games. Because I'm so good? Uh, because. Because I'm so good that I play you, my cards and your cards. You are in it time. to win it, which means that if you're able you're able to just look over at mine and be like, oh, you could play that card. And it's like, oh, great, I can play this card. And then you, like, dump all of your cards on yeah, it. Yeah, well, see, the problem like, is now I've been with mm, you for so long and you refuse to play card games with I me. I will not play card games. That when I'm with my family, I've lost my edge. 
So no, I just I went like probably eight years without ever losing a card game. And we're talking like fast paced, playing with like a fast paced. Yeah, like a deck, Ugh. you know, like a playing deck of cards, those kind of games. Um, but yeah, now I like I constantly use that's another game my family always plays is we always play Nerds, which is like solitaire but with a bunch of people. Yeah. And yeah, I used to, I went like eight years without ever losing that game, and now I lose a lot because I just never play anymore. It's I've lost my all edge. my fault. It is. All I blame you. Yeah, I know. That's pretty usual for you. Par for the course. That's a lot of fun. Ah, oh, good old board games. If anybody wants to play board games with us, hit us up. Tweet at us. Let's yeah. play some games. Tweet at us. You can play uh, Simcopter with me. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. That's not a co-op game. Oh. That's a game that really needs to come back and and but I think that people are playing like uh, Grand Theft Auto and saying, "Oh, there's that's like all of the different games that you really like," but I don't think that I could actually do that. <laughs> I'd rather just have a straight up helicopter game, a straight up car game, a straight yeah. up like I want to have something that's just. Like specific, yeah, yeah. But you have like this constant build, unlike RuneScape. You remember RuneScape? No. Oh my god, that that you try to train yourself in every different aspect, like mining or smelting or um, combat or wizardry and all of these different things. And yeah, it's unless you are incredibly focused on mining. You're not going to get very far in mining because it's like you become this jack of all trades, master of none. So you just do a lot of everything or you do a little bit of everything and not a whole lot of much. It's it's just, I don't know. It was really addictive as a kid, but now I'm like, yeah, I'd, I would go into it with only one thing in mind, just, but that would be really boring. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, listeners, tweet at us with whatever your favorite board games were as yeah, kids. Yeah, what's your favorite game? We haven't game? mentioned them. Um, are you ready for Today in History? Yes, let's jump into Today in History. Today in History. I'm going into this completely blind. So not a lot has happened today in history. Uh, in oh. 2005, Alberto Gonzalez became the first Hispanic U.S. Attorney General. This February 3rd? Yes. Okay. Because that would be today. T- today's today's February third. Just FYI. Thank you. Wow, way to doubt me. I just uh, I want to make sure. In 1966, the Lunik Nine soft landed on the lunar surface. That would be the Soviet Union. You uh, know that there and the is first controlled landing on the moon. There is a SpaceX shuttle that is headed straight for the moon. It's going to collide. It's just going to smash on the moon at like twenty thousand miles per hour. That feels like such a waste of money. <laughs> Tax dollars at work, kids. So I think it's like space junk, but they just, it's just in space and it's just hurtling right on course to, to hit the, uh, the moon. Well, that'll be exciting. So not a soft yeah. landing. So not a soft landing, but they're actually going to use that as they're like, Oh, I mean, that's, that's unexpected, but they're going to look at what the impacts are of something at like five tons hitting the uh, surface of the moon at 20,000 miles an hour. So that's really cool. Crazy. It's really cool, but it's also like, guys, put your shit back right? in the bin when you're done with it. Stop littering. It's going to get to the point where we can't we can't 
leave the atmosphere because there's all the space junk everywhere. You know, well, the problem is everybody left the planet before all the the space junk was just there. Instead, we're going to be trapped. But now we're just going to trap ourselves in the uh, on 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 the Earth. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, all right. In 1959, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper die in a plane crash. Oh, uh, is that the day the music died? Yes! I was waiting for you to sing me a song. Good job. Oh, my goodness. I'm so good at this game. Um, in 2002, the New England Patriots won the first Super Bowl. That's the, the first in, like, Super Bowl? As in their was first, in 2002? Sorry, in they won their first Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So that was before Deflategate. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Fucking Brady. Yeah, you know he's you retiring? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say about you. <laughs> yes, I did hear he's retiring. Thank you to my radio I was, show. I was like, I have not, uh, I didn't even know that he was still playing, but I mean, it makes sense, but now he's leaving. So, you know, yeah. world um, will be a better place with all the inflated footballs. Yeah. In 1889, Bell Star, who was an outlaw, was murdered in Oklahoma. I really need to find out about her. She sounds that sounds cool. I didn't realize there were like so many lady outlaws. But anyways, Bell Star murdered in Oklahoma today. I think it's like ninety three percent of uh, of murders happen by men. That would make sense. So women, you need to like step up your game. In nineteen ninety eight, a marine, a U.S. marine jet was flying low over the town of Cavalese in the Italian Alps, and it severed a ski lift cable, which sent a train crashing to the ground and killed twenty people. Oof. That that was not great. Where is that? In Italy, in the Italian huh. Alps. Yeah. In 1780, an early American mass murder changed the common perception of crime. You're definitely jumping all over the place with this uh this outline. Yeah, we don't need to go in order. It's fine. <laughs> uh, in one of the most famous crimes of post-revolution America, uh, Davenport Davenport committed a mass murder in rural Connecticut. Davenport. What a cool name. Yeah, well, that's his last name, but sure. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't he, that sound like a cool name? That's a that's a Mercury Theater podcast name if I've ever heard that. He was apparently unprovoked, and he beat Caleb Mallory to death, and then he beat Mallory's seven-year-old grandchild with a rifle and killed his daughter-in-law. What the hell? And he looted the home before setting it on fire. Um, okay, I claimed the name before I knew about all of that stuff. So I'm still <laughs> yeah. taking the name. <laughs> all right. Um, so then that really com- uh, began to change the perception of murder in America. Before then, crime was often seen as a result of common sinners losing their way. Um, but his of common crime, sinners? Yeah, so they just felt like, oh, somebody like lost Jesus and, and needs yeah, to... Yeah, the godless... They, yeah, they um, did this thing. Um, but his crime evil. and its portrayal of the public caused people to perceive criminals as evil and alien. Um, so that that was interesting. So you know what a really great way to go to sleep is? What? Listening to like true crime stuff. No, that's a terrible idea. We used to listen to like crime, true crime podcasts, and then you started working at nights, and now I won't listen to them anymore. Well, now we we spend most of our nights together. Yeah, I still I kind of like not listening to them though. Yeah, yeah, I kind of am like over true crime podcasts. There's just a lot of other better stuff out there that makes me not creeped out. So the equivalent of that to me is uh, Robo... Robo... What was that? It's not iRobot, but it's uh, Mr. Robot. That was a TV show that I was getting into, 
But then it started creeping me out when I would wake up at like three o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, what was that noise? <laughs> so that uh, I stopped watching that for that same reason. Fair. Yeah. Um, so that's today in history. Yay. Oh, yay, it's over. Yeah. Do you have a stamp of approval? <laughs> the Badger's Stamp of Approval. I do have a stamp of approval, Heidi. Let's hear it. Do you have a stamp of approval? I do. Okay, good. But I'm going to go first because okay. you asked first. Okay. Because you're so sweet. Okay. Uh, so, believe it or not, it's incredibly boring, <laughs> but... Rustoleum hammered finish spray paint. That's the stuff you use to paint our stuff bronze. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we decided that we were going to have something like a kind of a theme going on with the house and have some similarity with all the stuff. Anyway, we used this uh this hammered bronze uh spray and the chemicals in the spray and how it oxidizes and everything it just makes this bubbled um effect without the like makes everything like concave right so it has these these dents in it and it's really nice and it's uh it's held up pretty well pretty happy yeah, about it that looks, it looks good it gives a nice finish it doesn't just look like painted it yeah it looks actually like hammered metal yeah so, so cool very cool i Rust-oleum like that hammered finish uh my stamp of approval is ravelry uh what which the is, hell is that it is a knitting website uh, I'm really into knitting. I got a bunch of knitting needles last Christmas, you and I'm knit? really loving them. Yeah, because I'm <laughs> a lady. Um, You're so old. I know. So I really like Ravelry. I found a bunch of really cool patterns on there, uh, from really cool sweater patterns. There's like a whole like set of geek stuff. So like I'm doing a Star Wars scarf for a brother right now. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh my goodness! Now it's out to the public. Everybody knows. Yes, it's a. It's okay. He's getting it on Saturday. So okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, if you're, if you're into knitting or you're looking for like a cool pattern or anything, like check out Ravelry. I am looking into knitting. Perfect. I'm just kidding. I have way too much on my plate. That's actually interesting. <laughs> wow. So that's one of the things like whenever I ask somebody, I'm like, oh my gosh, what TV shows do you like? And they're like, oh, I just, I don't have like time to watch a lot of TV. And I'm always like, I watch so much tv but it's not like i'm just like sitting and watching tv like i'm always doing something what's even more frustrating is when people say oh i don't have time for podcasts and it's like how long is your commute to work yeah or like there's you can time for a podcast doing anything yeah yeah like if you're washing to, dishes yeah. you have time for a podcast I if you're cooking so dinner you have time audio for books at work and yeah. yeah yeah you have time for it anytime and it's one of those things that you know you don't necessarily realize that you have time for until you start listening to it and then it's like i don't like it is incredibly boring to just sit down and just listen to a a, an uh like a a podcast yeah because that's not what you're supposed to do it's not tv yeah i mean i say incredibly boring but that's what people did back in the day but you can sit down and watch tv but you can do stuff while you're listening to podcasts and that's one of the reasons why i love podcasts as much as i do that's why i like audiobooks you can do it whenever mm-hmm. i mean as long as you're not having a conversation with somebody and and if you're not focusing like i'll find my i used to find myself listening to audio uh like like podcasts while i was editing i'm like i can't do this like is you get two minutes into that and then it's like, yeah, I can't do this <laughs> because it's, it's con- contradictory. 
Anyway, uh, do we have a question for the day, Heidi? We do! What's the question today? Courtesy of Travis Brown's Poddex. Alright, today's question is the oddest job you ever took to earn a buck. What is the oddest job you ever took to earn a buck, Heidi? I really don't know. Um, I don't think that any of the jobs I've done have been, like, weird. You know, I've I've made, like, t-shirt quilts. I've sewed people's pants. Can't think of anything I've done that's been, like, odd. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even consider my time as a jiggler to be really odd. <laughs> it's normal in some circles. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Um... I've I've had lots of jobs, but I wouldn't consider them odd. But I mean, I mean I've, I've done some odd stuff at work. I've made like some projects, like woodworking stuff. So maybe it's like an odd job, but not like it's an odd job, right? Mm-hmm. So it's an odd job. So maybe making the uh, making that um, chip, like the the poker chip board in the uh, the shape of the Harley Davidson logo. I think that was probably like just, oh, just yeah. the most random oddest job, I guess. The one I got a cheesecake out of? Yeah. Or you got... <laughs> that was an odd job made. for me. <laughs> yeah, that was a really odd job for you. Like, it's just... Like, I mean, it's like it's a normal thing job. for me to do, but yeah, it was just like... it. it uh, the way we acquired that nowhere. job was very odd, yeah. Yeah. She came to pick up that thing that you had made her and then mentioned a cheesecake and you were like, well, my wife does yeah. pastries. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. So, all right. Well, cool. Uh, thank you for hanging us, hanging out with us at the set. Yay. Don't forget to tweet us at the set pod on Twitter with your answer to our question. And maybe you'll hear your answer on the air next week. Yep. Be sure to give our other podcast, Mercury Theater Podcast, to listen. Definitely do. We have a new episode. <laughs> Check out their website, mercurytheaterpodcast.com, for more information. And we will talk to you next week. Yep. Bye. <laughs>